Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger! Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider! Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The teal troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy. At Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Georges Genty, and you are listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Gentlemen, the producer of Real Nerds Podcast, Brad. <laughs> that was not very enthusiastic. <laughs> well, you need to start being more enthusiastic. Oh, let's do this thing. Yeah. yeah. So, the, thank you everybody for coming out. We are celebrating 1989 on Real Nerds Podcast. This is a live podcast, so. The more you laugh or pretend to laugh at us, it will help our uh, podcast when it goes up. Um, and at the end of the podcast, we do have a game that we'll need some audience participation from. And I brought one of only seven left Real Nerds Pint Glasses Denver Pop Culture Con exclusive. Exclusive. They exclusive. Never be printed again. Never again. So. And as you can tell, we all are on the same page except for Henry down there. I lost my shirt. So <laughs> I apologize. So he's just the odd man out. Way to go, Henry. I'm wearing last year's shirt, which gives if it gives you kind of hints towards the limited print. So you know what? You wanted to stand out. You're standing out, and it's it's awesome. I'm a unique snowflake. Yep. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Ryan. I'm the host of Real Nerds. Um, I already shouted out Brad. He's our yep. producer. I do all the behind the scenes stuff. I'm Zach. I do nothing. I'm Henry. I'm the bad boy. <laughs> I did not expect that answer. Um, so me and Brad were alive in 1989. Uh, these two clowns were not. Nope. So their opinion doesn't really matter in this podcast because we lived it. We experienced it. Excuse yeah, we me. Were we're there. probably like the historians you see in Ken Burns documentaries. I think our voice is important. Fun fact, for the slideshow you're about to see of all the fun stuff in 1989, <laughs> uh, I forgot the year, um, they didn't include any of my suggestions. So. <laughs> Did we not? 
Nope. <laughs> so. What film do you think we should have included on there that we didn't? Uh, the Tiananmen Square Massacre. <laughs> the what? <laughs> you didn't include that? You didn't include the fun fact that uh, two different people named Gretchen won both Miss America and Miss USA in that year? <laughs> We're the real nerds, man. <laughs> Talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. I think you mean nerdy about beauty pageants and the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Henry, you could forget about talking about that wall that fell down, too. I don't think that's going to happen either. It wasn't this year. <laughs> Look, a lot of things happened in 89. We only have 45 minutes, so. Yes. You gotta make and I started choices. two minutes early, so. Yeah. I like Plenty to keep of thinking. time for the Tiananmen Square Massacre. A lot of time for a movie that no one else has heard heard of henry so henry in our podcast is the guy who will tell us to watch french movies and uh the movies that no one else knows because he lives in new york so he thinks he's better than everybody else so i pay my rent to be better than you (laughs) (laughs) yep so that's what we do um and uh so brad did you want to start our slideshow or do you have anything else you want to add before we start this is a really fun year for pop culture i'll tell you what (laughs) it is you're about to see uh we were very excited. Uh, on our podcast, we do what we call a film explosion, and we list our 10 favorite films throughout the year. And uh, this year had a lot of uh, great films. Yeah. Uh, a lot of overlap. A lot of overlap from us on our lists and stuff. Was very much so. Yeah. Um, so I, basically, we went through the year, and we're going to go chronologically as if you were living in 1989, and we're going to show you all the stuff that happened um, month to month. And uh, nothing happened in January, so let's skip to <laughs> Starting with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. February 17th. Um, one of your, your t- you know, I think your number this one my number from- one? I'm the only one who bothered to put it on the list. You yeah. say that as though it's a mistake on our part. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> well, I also call out Zach all the time, too. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with an app called Letterboxd. It's an app where you rate movies and make lists. And on your list, you have Do the Right Thing ahead of Bill and Ted. So why is it number one on Real Nerds and not on your actual list? Are you trying to troll your own podcast? He's embarrassed a, by us. Because it's a fluid list on the Internet, and the Internet doesn't matter. <laughs> But our podcast does. I love uh, it. That, that's true. That's the only thing that matters about. So that. why is it number one? Your number one movie of the year? Because it's exactly. something that my folks showed to me when I was really young, and it's kind of like a family watch. Like we all like sitting down and rewatching it over and over again. And Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter have wonderful chemistry together. Um, I love George Carlin. Like time time travel movies are fun, and I like Back to the Future. But this one tends to stick with me more because of how insane it is. This movie's insane. That is true. Billy the Kid and Socrates hit on women in a food court. It's insane. Socrates. <laughs> That's right. Socrates. <laughs> What's up, Mr. the Kid? Excellent. But yeah, um, wonderful film. Uh, moving on. Moving on. The Burbs. Same Woo! weekend. The same weekend. Joe Dante. This is a movie that kind of caught traction, I think, a little bit after its initial release. I know it's one of my favorite Tom Hanks performance because he's so weird in it. He, uh, he's always, you don't see this kind of Tom Hanks anymore where he's really zany. And, uh, I don't know how to describe his performance, but the movie's all over the place. Probably the closest thing is Woody. From yeah. Toy Woody and Toy Story, I'd say is pretty close to, he's, he's very high strung in the movie. Yeah. And then they have some great dream sequences throughout the uh, film. <laughs> uh, Carrie Fisher's in it and she's amazing mm-hmm. as his suffering wife. And the, Corey Feldman is in it. Um, I just ordered the pizza. <laughs> Love is it the, that's a pizza dude. No, he, he's like he was like he, that's the way he gets them to stay to watch the whole thing go down at the house. It's I, I love Corey Feldman in that movie. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Next. Next. Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap. We talk about TV shows on the show every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, tell me about Quantum Leap, Brad. 
I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't either. Have any of us seen it? Uh, no, no we know on. Scott Bakula <laughs> would leap through time to stop something bad from happening. There's he, a, it was in order to make a each ma- leap he would make was the next one home or like to get home eventually. But like, yeah, because he got stuck in a time loop. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I've never really watched the show like in full, but like there's some ep- scattered episodes that I've seen where he get puts into interesting situations. Is there anybody out here who's seen Quantum Leap and can help us? <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> Tell me what the story for Quantum Leap is, sir. Oh, there you go. Now we're gonna have to like watch Quantum the Leap Matrix. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Lasted for a long well, time. Maybe I need to watch this show again for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Major, Major League. League. This is on your list. It is. I love this movie. Uh, I, uh, full disclosure: I love really silly comedies, and um, there's moments in this movie that I just adore. I and I love little jokes that maybe a lot of people don't pay attention to. There's a scene in it where Charlie Sheen is at like a really fancy restaurant and he says he feels like a, a banker and he just has like a cut off shirt with a jean jacket and a tie around his neck. And I think stuff like that's really funny. I just saw it for the first time two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think, Brad? It was fun. Yep. The, the, the endorsement is a little like it, 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 it would probably be a PG-13 these, like nowadays. You think? Yeah. I mean, they could cut out some F-bombs, but... But that doesn't make it as cool, then. <laughs> Major League Two, I think, was rated PG, if I remember correctly. Do you want a third one, Ryan? Uh, yeah. There was one. Back to the Miners. <laughs> no, I think Back to the Miners is the second one. What's the third one called? Spring Break? Uh, spring Ball? No, Back to the Miners is the third one. Is it the third one? Yeah. So what's the one they're trying... I thought they were trying to make a new one. But maybe it's the third or fourth. I'm, I'm not a Major League fan. Guy. I think Charlie Sheen could use some work. Yeah. <laughs> that is oh, true. No. We got like 51 slides. We got to... <laughs> Rush these a little bit. Relax. Guy. Say anything. Moving along. <laughs> this is the film where he holds the boom box up. <laughs> yep. That's what that's I know all about. I don't remember yep. anything else about it. <laughs> remember going? John Cusack? Yeah. The Game Boy came Ooh. out. And subsequently, Super Mario Land was paired with it. So, so uh, yeah, I was poor, so I couldn't get the Game Boy. Uh-huh. But I used to... Uh, my friends would bring it to school, and we would play it on the playground, and it's a great system. Then you go home to your Tiger Electronics games instead? No, I would go home to nothing, Zach. Oh, you okay. would go home to sadness. Oh. Yeah. I would have to draw my games and play them. I'd take little Mario cutouts and go like this across the screen. That's very crazy. My parents got like divorced, that. Zach. Thanks. <laughs> Don't worry. My dad bought me a Nintendo eventually to uh, ease the pain of being divorced and make us his favorite. So. Nice. <laughs> And then my mom, could, my mom couldn't compete, and it was a really t- weird time at the Frost household. Speaking and I used to say, I'm going to go play Nintendo at Dad's, Mom. And she's like, I can't afford it. So I Field made this all up, by the way. This year. <laughs> uh, Field of Dreams is a great movie. Yep. Wonderful it, film. If you do not cry in Field of Dreams, you have no heart. Yep. Anybody I like the part did. where they play baseball. <laughs> I haven't seen this film. So. Oh. Yeah. It's a fun film. Until it gets sad, and then it gets happy sad. I got nothing about Philly Dreams. Nothing. Huh? Yeah, it's a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. So good year for baseball. It's a good year for baseball. <laughs> Moving along. 
Oh, dead is better. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. I like yep. the part where they play baseball. <laughs> that was his movie either. Oh, so. uh, that was my favorite part with Fred Gwynn in that movie. Um, yeah, no, 1989, Mary Lambert's Pet Cemetery. Uh, this film's a campy cult classic, and uh, I like the remake a lot because I think it kind of delves into the darker tonality of that story. But this film's fun to watch. I uh, yeah, I I think it's too cheesy. Um, I watched it again recently, and it's not as bad as I remember it. But I like my stuff more hardcore. It's not hardcore enough. Got to admit, though, that Fred Gwynn's fun to watch playing that role. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. I've never seen him as Herman Monster. Yeah. This is the movie that Denise Crosby went to do instead of doing more Star Trek TNG. <laughs> At least that was a smart decision. Now, this is probably the hardest Nintendo game of all time. Yeah. I had, to, I had to game genie it. So it, uh, for anybody who's been around, the, so the Turtles had an arcade game that I loved, and then you got this game, and you're like, this is anything like This game sucks. Um, and then a year later, they... And then a year later, they ported the arcade game. But did you, when you got this game, were you expecting the arcade game? I was. Um, I think I was expecting the cartoon. <laughs> and you got neither. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the levels where you had to swim in the sewers? Yeah, it's super hard. Yeah, why did it have, why is there spikes in the sewer? I never got that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you haven't expecting seen the cartoon. The New York, that the New York that cover art is actually from the comics. So whatever deal their licensors were making, like, the cartoon didn't figure into it. At mm. the time, so it's not canon. It's canon. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just really hard. I'll take your word did for it. Uh, did you beat? Have you beat that game without the game genie? No, I don't think I've gotten past. <laughs> so the for uh, all you young whippersnappers out there, the game genie was something you attached to your cartridge and you put in um, codes that would rewrite the code for the game, and you could not die or get hit or something yeah, like get that. Get extra lives, infinite yep. lives. Uh, in Mario Brothers, you can moon, moon jump, so you'd like jump outside the screen and then land like at the end of the level. Stuff like that. And it came in like a really big like book. Yep. Yep. Roadhouse. Yes. It's such a great movie. Rips will be... Th- I mean, it's, it's one of those movies where if you know Patrick Swayze from Dirty Dancing or whatever, that in this movie he's like doing naked yoga and ripping people's throats out and cussing and... Um, polar bear fell on and, me. And polar bears are killing people. Sounds it's like everything I want. A movie. It's it's actually everything I want in a movie where it's totally ridiculous. The action's really fun, and there's lots of cussing. I love the poster for this film. The theatrical one sheet is like he did the dancing. Now he's gonna get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Such a I mean, lovely look, way to sell that movie. He means business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the, only in the '80s could you have a movie based around a guy who would be paid $50,000 to go be a bouncer at a bar in Texas. Well, he's the best there is, Brian. <laughs> he is. He's I'm, Dalton, man. I, I would love mess with him. I, would, I don't necessarily want a reboot, but I'm not opposed to it either. Like, find I a way to... <laughs> I'm a little opposed to it. Really? I mean, like, could, could you make Roadhouse now? I don't think you can... Not even that. Just take the concept of like a super professional bouncer and like paying him ridiculous sums of money to keep the peace at a bar. Like, it sounds like a fun concept you can yeah. do as a TV show. Get Jason Statham. Isn't that uh, kind of what yeah. Logan did? <laughs> You're right. That's the plot of Logan. Yeah. <laughs> so. well, I mean, at the beginning, he's beating up all those dudes inside the, outside the bar, I forgot right? about the part where a polar bear fell on Logan at the end of that movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Didn't last very long. Yeah, it's my bad. Oh, yes. Maybe the greatest action movie of all time, adventure movie? I only say that because, I mean, Raiders of Lost Ark is also up there. Um, it's my favorite of the four. Is it really? Yeah. Why? Because uh, like Raiders of the Lost Ark is a great adventure movie, but this is that plus the puzzle solving. It's true, so. and uh, the relationship between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford is amazing. Mm-hmm. And anytime Nazis get beat up, I'm on board. Yep. Of course. 
You'd, you'd call a movie Nazi beat up, and I will be there opening day. <laughs> that was Overlord, right? I'm start writing that was Overlord. Now. That was awesome. <laughs> Another movie I love because Nazis get beat up and taken care of. Saving Private Ryan. And you can go ahead and move to the next slide. Nope, I'm no, I'm fine with this movie. <laughs> nope. Let's, nope. Let's talk about it. This is a fun movie. Nope. Like the part where they play baseball. Mm. <laughs> it's in this one either. But this they is, go camping in this it's one. It's the one Star Trek that I watch and I just can't get into it. I think it's a really good, like, you get a chance to, like, see those, those uh, like, the, the triad of characters. Like, you get to experience more of, like, personally how they affect each other. But four is so great. Five is such a letdown. And, and uh, full disclosure, I only watched these back to back to back to back. I never watched them when they came out. So when you watch them in consecutive order, it just sticks out not, like a sore thumb. It's definitely not the best one, but um, I'm the, fine with it. The broader story's a problem, but I like I, I like the intimate. It's the direction well. that's really the problem of it. <laughs> sure, you I mean yeah? That's I'm me not, taking a I'm shot not about at Shatner. To, I'm not about to insult Shatner. His wig might attack me. I will. Um, Yes, like Tales from the Crypt, I love this TV show in so much that I love anything. I already said I love puns, and like the opening of the show with the Crypt Keeper was nothing but puns. Um, you know, let's axe the guys what the next slide Speaking is. William Shatner, he's not looking great in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun fact about the Crypt Keeper, he also voiced Buster Bunny on Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. Versatile. Good for him. Yeah. A fun movie. And Brad took the one picture with the Twin Towers in it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it okay to joke about that now? He made everyone laugh. All right, cool. We're good. I'm from New York, I approve. (laughs) Yeah, Henry's fine with it. Uh, My kid thinks this is the best Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, you've shown him all of He loves the Ghostbuster movies, but he loves this one because there's pink slime and a baby's in it. (laughs) My kid's four, so he relates to the baby in trouble. It's a fun flick. My favorite movie. Okay, let's go ahead and move on. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah. My uh, redefined blockbuster. Yeah, uh, me and Brad talk about this all the time. I, uh, does anybody else get the video cassette of Batman? Um, it had the Diet Coke commercial with Alfred on it, and it had the Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers catalog. catalog cartoon, and I always remember that, and I always wanted a Warner Brothers ball cap. Daffy Duck sold me. Can't watch a Warner Brothers movie without your Warner Brothers ball cap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it totally redefined um, superhero movies. Uh, I am not the biggest fan of this film, but um, that's because I don't like Tim Burton at all. When people tell me what my favorite Tim Burton movie is, I always say uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Um, I think a lot of the credit uh, should go to Anton first for his production design in this movie because mm-hmm. it really establishes that gothic feel. and uh, It makes Gotham feel real in this film. Yeah, like the Nolan movies are great narratively, um, but I never feel like Gotham City is the character that I've, like, I've seen in the comics. So it just feels like Chicago. Um, so... Uh, the Art Deco noir feel of Batman is pretty sweet. Jack Nicholson set the standard in that film that then is topped like 70 years later. <laughs> yeah. And amazingly, I found out the same weekend, Honey, I Shrank the Kids came out. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> what are you going to see? <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a kid, I always wanted to be shrunk down and like live in Lego. and. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Get an aunt best friend. We'd call him best auntie. Friend. He'd kill you. <laughs> no, he would let me ride him. You call me Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Marvel joke. Meh. Part three. This I like the insane. part where they play baseball. This movie's insane <laughs> because a bunch of adults gang up on this teenager <laughs> to try to ruin his life. As they should. He, he's he's kind of battling other movie. teens. It's like a billionaire. <laughs> teams up with John Kreese and just like, yeah. 
And it teaches you not it's to insane. open up a bonsai tree business. <laughs> oh, this one Zach likes. So we should skip it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Do the Right Thing, 1989. Um, it's a wonderful film. Uh, kind of changes a lot of different landscapes for people to get their independent films out there. Um, and Spike Lee does a good job of encapsulating the tension and anger of a neighborhood in a single evening. And uh, it's one of the most... It's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life. Um, and But not better than Bill and Ted. Yeah, I like Bill and Ted more as a personal thing. But uh, Do the Right Thing is a beautiful film. And rewatching it recently, like Bill Nunn um, as Radio Rahim is just one of the best performances. I'm going to tell film. Spike Lee that you don't like this movie. <laughs> just to get back at you. It's okay. Well, I mean, you live I'm, in New York, so you just go see him at a Knicks game. Yeah. Just you go know, down there I'm and probably say, my neighbor. I might be the only <laughs> one that likes Summer of Sam, so you can tell him I like that film, too. All right. Yeah. Easy, Zach. Calm down, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the deal with this? I have. It's about nothing. Oh, okay. Well, then moving on, right? Yeah. Funny no. show. Haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. Highly considered one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. I would certainly think so. I love it. I'm more of a Friends fan. Mm. I like Friends more. Yeah. I like Frasier. <laughs> Frasier. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Lethal Weapon 2. I mean, this taught me about diplomatic immunity. <laughs> they can, like, kill people and smuggle drugs, and it doesn't matter. Taught me that if you put a bomb in a toilet, you can't sit up from that toilet. <laughs> that is right. I love that film, though, and I like, I like Joe Pesci. Like, I hear some people don't like him in that franchise. Like, that's why they only like one, but I like Pesci in him. Like, he doesn't annoy me, I guess. No, no, the, the movies are really fun. It's... I just always, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the Lethal Weapon series. I, I love this movie. Um, it's a silly comedy. It's called Loaded Weapon One. And it's Emilio Estevez and Samuel L. Jackson. And they play basically these characters. And it's just a rip on the Lethal Weapon series and Silence of the Lambs. It's brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Loaded Weapon One. See that one. This is fun. I think it's probably the best of the sequels, hands down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch uh, Weekend Two at- is better. <laughs> When you watch Weekend at Bernie's, it's not a good movie. No, but I like that idea. <laughs> Every time I see him, I just think of, you know, Dr. Cruz from Friday 13th Part 7. Yeah. Dies in both movies. You know what? He, the 80s were big for him. Like, he'll be remembered for those Terry, two films. Kisser? Kisser? I think that's right. I can't remember his name. I, just, I think I'm right. I just oh, know Terry he, Kaiser. Kaiser. Yeah. Thank you. The Kaiser? Yeah. One of the greatest video games of all time. I can still hum the uh, theme songs throughout it. And... It just was re-released uh, a couple years ago on a collection for PlayStation 4. And it's amazing to me that I can still remember what order I have to fight the robot masters in. And I remember the patterns. And I beat the game like in 40 minutes. I'm like, man, I'm still really good at Mega Man 2. What's the third one you have to fight? What's the third one? Oh, the third the robot master? Yeah. So I always start with Woodman because he's really easy to defeat. Mm-hmm. Then you take the wood and you go to uh, Hydro Man, Water Man. And then you go to Light Man. Mm. You've you can, you can, Yeah, you can go around uh, different ways too, but I always start with Woodman because his level's really short, yeah. and he only has like a leaf shield, so he's really easy to beat. Now, yeah, there's your Mega Man lesson wood. for the day. Funny movie. It's a wonderful comedy when Harry met Sally. It is. I like it's, the part when Harry met Sally. <laughs> It's interesting because when you grow up and you see you go back and look at this, you go, "When Billy Crystal's in a romantic comedy, and he's like the lead in it, it's good." One of the greatest movie lines of all time is Estelle Reiner. Yep. Yep. I mean, we're already past that, so 
Yeah. License to Kill. Oh, I don't the lesser of the James Bonds. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I kind of like Dalton. He's fine. Yep, that's all you can say about it. He's fine. You can't. I don't have a preference on Bond anyway. So really? I'm, kinda, I'm just kind of like, yeah, he's a secret agent who woos women and shoots people. I get it. When you go back and watch the old ones, they're really hard to watch. I um, like Connery out of all of them, but like in terms of the older ones. But I mean, I kind of like Craig a little bit more. In I terms think of Craig, yeah, he's probably yeah. the best one because I think he's in the best movies. Hmm. This is awesome. Anyway, <laughs> Another uh, silly comedy that I adore. A big Weird Al Yankovic fan. Um, Brad and I have been to several of his concerts together. We met him last year? We met him last year. I had him sign my Simpsons figure. He is a very nice man. Um, yeah, sandwiched in the summer blockbuster season. So didn't, didn't get a lot of uh, attendance at the yeah, box and it's, office. And I think it's kind of too weird for it to be mainstream. But I wish he'd go back and try again. Because yeah. I think... Um, Give him some Netflix money. He might do something with it. You know? I think he's got the larger fan base now that he can probably get a movie successful. Yeah. Demo oh, yes. <sighs> so, such, so such truth be told, uh, I'm a very down. big Friday the 13th apologist. I love the Friday the 13th films. Yeah. And I will defend this movie. Um, it's a little too long. It's like an hour and 50 minutes. That's really long for a slasher film. Um, and he doesn't spend very much time in New York. Yeah, he and, spends the whole movie on the boat. And yes, James, who isn't here, this is the one on the boat. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, he kills people really cool in this one. Yeah. That's a great teaser trailer with... Uh, he like stabs this dude in the stomach and he pulls out his guts and it always looked like noodles to me. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. This is a fun one. It's the longest of the Freddy mo- or the Jason movies, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. That's long for a slasher film. Ah, uh, The Abyss. Remember James Cameron? The greatest director of our time. Yeah. <laughs> I still think the, like, the Avatar worldwide box office numbers are lying. <laughs> I, like, was, I was breaking them down because I want Endgame to be the number one movie of all time. And I'm looking at you know, Avatar, I'm looking at Endgame, and it doesn't make any sense to me. I think he paid someone off. That's all I can think of. Yeah, the all theaters. Titanic <laughs> theaters. Paid the theaters off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. The dream child. It's a boy. <laughs> this this movie's weird. Yeah, it's garbage. I, I'm not a fan of this one. I like Freddy, and I, I don't do like too. This, one. this I, one's not good. I prefer Freddy's Dead over this. Well, one. I mean, I won't go that far. I, no, I will, because Freddy's Dead's a campy mess. This one had a lot of potential, and I don't. But see, this one has way better set design. Agreed. Freddy's and, Dead is and, just and Stephen stupid. Hopkins, the guy who directed it, is like a. Like he's kind he's of like awesome. A, he did Predator too. Yeah, and he's like a graphic designer by trade. Like before he did this, like he did storyboards. So he he knows how to do a neat like set design. But like I just I don't know the story. Also, too, it it really tries to explain Freddy's um, demon side, which I don't really need. You I don't. Kinda, I got all I needed with the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Yeah, I mean, you don't really need to explain it. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. You know, it, it's it's fu- it's a fun time if you're watching all the Freddy movies in a row. Yeah, sure. Uh, this is for James, but he's not here, so should we just go? Okay. <laughs> James loves <laughs> Uncle Buck. I love the giant pancake in it. Whoa, freeze. Why? Because isn't that what Morris used to do? I haven't watched the show. Really? I I don't remember the show at all. I remember yeah. it's not good. I know one of them oh, had a porn tape. That's all I know. And which one is that, Zach? Dustin Diamond. Okay. And it's what is the story screech. of this so-called tape? I just heard that he did a tape. Oh, you just heard that yeah. he did it. Gotcha. By heard, I mean I have 50 so copies this is, in my room. <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it, so yeah, no. um, I mean, you must be a fan. I want to move on. 
<laughs> Captain both, Lou Albano. Both those actors are dead. <laughs> <laughs> but the show lives on. <laughs> I watched it on Netflix recently. It's really fun. Yeah, it is a pretty fun show. Yeah. I, I like Toad impression. Uh, so I like Toad is my favorite. Um, when a long time ago, I don't know if anybody hears, when tribals were really cool, I went to my tattoo artist. I said, I want a tribal of Toads. And he's like, the amphibian? I'm like, no, the Mario character. So I literally have a tribal of Toads around my arm. Uh, but in this one, the Toad is... Has like from Brooklyn. Yeah, he's got Brooklyn accent. He's all like, "Yo, Mario, let's go and get this guy." <laughs> and it's really funny because in the later games, he's you know like Mario, and this he's, yeah, we're gonna go get that guy at the pizza shop. I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> Doesn't really fit his character. Ooh, Kickboxer, would, yeah. probably the greatest dance scene of all time. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is he uh, had two movies here. I didn't put it in there, but Cyborg came out in like February. Cyborg's um, a crazy movie. Um, but yeah, uh, Bloodsport's better, but. Uh, yeah, it's Van Dam kicking ass. And yeah, and Van Dam's always fun. Um, oh, and hey, and whoa! Uh, how did this get in here? Speaking of Van Dam, uh, you can watch my Van Dam movie on YouTube. So uh, I don't know if that. you guys know this, but Brad is a filmmaker, and he made a film called Jean Claude Van Damme's Damn Van. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme did a bunch of moves in front of a green screen, and Funnier Die said, "Hey, make a short video with this." Well, Brad, being as awesome as is, took all of his clips and put integrated him into... How long's your movie? Uh, about 35 minutes. So it's a 35-minute long movie <laughs> where he took all of this green screen stuff and put Van Damme in it, and it's pretty epic. Yep. Check it out. Fun Check it out. JCVDDV.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jean-Claude Van Damme's Damn Van, and then just put the first letter at each one, and you can find it. <laughs> Got it. Fun. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, they had a Beetlejuice cartoon. Yeah. Ran for yep. four seasons. I did not expect that. Seems like some people... <laughs> Beetlejuice like- is awesome when Beetlejuice is on screen in the movie. <laughs> the rest of the movie is garbage. But this show is nothing like the movie. Nope. Um, uh-huh. Look at Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. Came out and... You know. yeah. I wouldn't let a child perform surgery oh, on me. Oh, this show, Family Crazy Matters. Uh, this gave us Urkel. Yeah, clear-cut case of someone invading on someone else's territory. <laughs> this also gave us Urkel? <laughs> Who's talking? Um, no, guys, they're babies, the and perfect, you can hear what they're thinking. It's the perfect Halloween film. <laughs> right? What are the concepts? Speaking of Halloween. God, uh, look at that mask. That is awful. Uh, I, like, I like all Halloween films in one way or another, but this one's hard to watch. This one's tough because Halloween 4 is actually really good, Yeah, and, and this, it ends really great. And then this you one, just see so the much. big ball that is Halloween 4, and then Halloween 5 just drops it. <laughs> if you've proven to me anything by his presentations that... This was the year we decided we should stop making horror films. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Until we get a guy named Kevin Williamson, we don't get any more of them. (laughs) I was a Genesis guy. Yeah, I like Sonic a lot. Um, The processor was faster, so the games had a faster feel to them. Yeah, but it was only mono sound, so when the Super Nintendo came out... Oh yeah, Super Nintendo had better graphics and better sound, but some great games on there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Sonic, Golden Axe, Altered Beast. Yep. Uh, what is this movie? No, it's uh, the, the, uh, the Little Mermaid. It's, it's it's literally my wife's favorite movie. I like the and, and it's uh, there's moments <laughs> like I, I love the uh, kiss the girl scene. I, I'm a big fan of traditional Disney animation, and the scene where uh, Sebastian is singing "Kiss the Girl" I think is animated amazingly. This is the quote unquote beginning of the Renaissance, isn't it? It is because yeah. what comes after this? Beauty and the Beast. Tarzan. After. Tarzan. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm seeing your knowledge. Beauty and the Beast, then. Is uh, Lion King? 
No, which one? Aladdin. Aladdin, that's right. <laughs> Real nerd. Fool. And uh, Rescuers Down Under gets sandwiched. Didn't say I was there. a Disney yeah. nerd. <laughs> yeah. I always like this one. People have a problem because the story's a little darker, I but I think it's pretty awesome. Here. Yeah. Like, when I saw it as a kid, just... Did like, you, you wanted a hoverboard, right? Yeah, I can't wait till 2015. Actually, and the thing I really wanted the most, I think, <laughs> was uh, the Pizza Hut pizza, mm-hmm. where you just oh, put yeah. it in the oven and it's small and it comes out. It looks amazing. I want Jaws 19. When are we going to get that? <laughs> we don't need another sequel to Jaws. Oh, I think you I said think, everything I, we need to say I, with Jaws. I think we need one. <laughs> the shark, the Sharknado films are getting stale. Well, you know, 47 meters down two deeper or yeah. something is coming I, out. I want to watch that and like it and then piss off James. <laughs> Uh, this is a fun time. Yeah, another uh, one of James's favorites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James isn't here, by the way, because his uh, wife is in labor. Um, <laughs> like a loser. So he, so he would have been right there. It's like Wario. What? A loser. So just imagine him there. The wizard is uh, important because it debuted the Power Glove and Super Mario Three. Was Super Mario Three the first time it was shown? I think on the Wizard, Maybe. if I remember right. So did the did the glove work? No. Okay. <laughs> like you can't. Just want to reconfirm that for history. <laughs> no, it's so bad. Oh yeah, you couldn't. I don't know. I I couldn't do it. It's, it's got like a sensor, so it makes it seem like you could actually move something on screen. But I have it at home, and I set up the little laser receptors, and nothing happened. Hey, remember when Freddy killed someone with that? Yeah. Now he was playing with power. Yeah. That time. See. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Freddy. Ah. One episode of The Simpsons yeah. aired in 1989. Who knows Simpsons what episode roast- it was? Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Oh, no. Boo. Yeah, it's a Christmas It'd be uh, Santa's Little Helper. Yeah. Is that what's called? Yeah, it's, it's called cool, yeah. Simpsons roasting on an open fire. I don't believe you. Yep, I don't is. believe you either, Zach. It's two against one. Ah, uh, my buddy, Tom Cruise. Ran's a big Tom Cruise. Fan. I am. I mean, he doesn't run very much in this movie, but... <laughs> That's a bad joke. He's in a wheelchair in this movie. <laughs> That's a bad Fair joke. Um, but yeah, he's a great runner. Akira. <laughs> yeah. This is the U.S. release date because it actually came out in Japan in 88. So, yeah. Akira. Sweet. Iconic anime. Very iconic. And cereal. <sighs> Those are some good cereals. Those are some good cereals. You guys wouldn't know. Yeah, you yeah. weren't around. I was dead. I can, buy yep. some, I can buy some Captain Crunch for the store and get the same experience. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Look, at they have marshmallows and checks or something Did in them. Did the Batman one have marshmallows? No. Ah, the Batman, I think, one was pretty close to Cap and Crunch. Oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. But. I gotta say, I can't believe you guys did not include All Dogs Go to Heaven. That's the one I am mad about. All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah. Burt Reynolds plays a dog. So, sell us on All Dogs Go to Heaven. It is a great film. I'm sold. That, well, <laughs> I'm a genius businessman, so... You know, I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. Um, I don't know why, I don't think we ever owned it, but one of my brothers or I rented it at the local, not Blockbuster, back in the old days when they had... Not just blockbusters, but mom and pop stores. Tony's like, Video Shack. Tony's Video Shack. How did you know? Like I said, I'm a great businessman. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd go in, and Tony'd be there. He's like, I got the perfect movie. I'm just kidding. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I'm weird. So we'll see you in 1990, but before we see you in 1990... We're going to play a game. We're going to play a game. So Cue hellos I'm going to need two participants from the audience to come on up here to have a chance to win a Real Nerds pint glass. Now, please don't everybody rush up. And <laughs> Stop punching each other. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Yes, whoa, 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 settle down. All There's right, a pool of Donovan, you're up. So we're looking for All the way in the back. 
who think they know what our collectively favorite 89 And we gave you are. hints throughout the uh, the little spiel we did. I hope you were taking notes. Hope yeah. you were taking notes. <laughs> I believe know that my list. Uh, yeah, I forgot this was an educational panel. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can come up here, uh, Zach, Henry. Yeah, Move. Right. They, they can join me over here. So you gentlemen have a seat down there and introduce yourselves to the hundreds of people that are here. Uh, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. I was, I was alive and in college. In hey, all right. So, so Donovan, you're like 12, so... Uh, 13, actually. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, Came around in 1980, uh, 1998, and that's, that's my story. So I, I tease Donovan because um, eight years ago, at the very first Denver Comic-Con, Donovan was the very first person we ever interviewed, and he was just this little kid in Green Lantern costume. And, and look at him now, a handsome young man. We're so proud of you because you grew up to a real hero, Spider-Man. Um, so, <laughs> so how this game works is it's a lot like Family Feud. So we pooled... Uh, five nerds, their favorite films from 1989. And you're going to tell us, alternating turns, which film you think is number one, and each uh, number has a point assigned to it. So the person with the most points at the end of five guesses wins. Now I'm going to ask you a question that's 1989-centric. And um, whoever gets it right first wins. And we'll go first. How much money did Batman make at the box office? Two hundred and fifty million. <laughs> it's two hundred and fifty-eight. That's pretty good. You just looked at me like a blank stare. Yeah, so I'm no, giving no, it. I, I had no idea on that one. I'll be honest. Nice. You. you told me the answer before you answered. I know. Well, well, Donovan's like. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you should have said like one dollar. Do the prices right thing. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Hope for the best. All right, Nate. What do you think our number one film of 1989 is? <sighs> I wish I had memorized the movies from 1989. I, we, uh, I know. Uh, Bill and Ted, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait to I give you a turn, oh, Donovan. Shit. We'll, we'll alternate. I am going to say Bill and Ted. I am These guys. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Can someone show me Bill and Ted? It's number six. six. Out of five nerds. Number six. So, Donovan, now it's your turn to choose a movie. Yep. Um, Back to the Future 2. All right. Back to the Future 2. Dark and dismal. Back to the Future 2. Any minute now. Survey says number two. All right. I'm going to go Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Who five? Number five. I'm actually shocked. Who are these five nerds? It was so high on your it list that skewed the scores. Nice. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Charlie Sheen, Major League. Major League. Is Major League on the list? Do other nerds like Major League? Like I do. Yeah, number, number eight. eight. Um, according to my calculations, that is not official. It's tied. So, uh... Hey, what do you got? Batman. Batman. God, it takes forever to load. <laughs> is this Wi-Fi or is this dial-up? Four. Four. Right. 
Oh, God. I was going to say Batman next. This guy totally stole it from my mind. Well, you should have got the question right. Um, <laughs> couldn't tell you. Nope, I'm out, I'm out of ideas. Let's go with that Massacre one that he mentioned. Is the movie Massacre. There we go. <laughs> massacre. Yeah, that's a no. That's a no. <laughs> oh, shame. So this is the fourth round. You can win it with this one. I feel like I was in a room for an hour listening to movies that were made in 1989, and I can't remember anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm going to so, say uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yep. It is not on this list. Not on, oh, my gosh. You can steal this. Karate Kid Part 3. Karate Kid Part 3. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not on there, but I'll double check. <laughs> And it is not. About, uh, <laughs> All right. How about Jason Takes Manhattan? Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. It better be on this list. He's taking a long time, so I know it's on here somewhere. I'm sorry, Ryan. It's not on the list. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. We both had it on our list. Yeah. But they're at one. <laughs> one point. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Ghostbusters 2. There we go. As you can see, my unofficial scoring is not even scoring. Uh, nope. Oh, my gosh. You guys have terrible taste in movies, I mean. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, I'll give you a hint. I think I know what number one is. It's a, uh, it's a son and a father teaming up to stop Nazis. Oh. This guy has his hand up. Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with number one. Yes. This is the number one. Indiana Jones Last Crusade. So, what was the, what was the points, t uh, Henry? Points were. Oh, you were keeping track? I was keeping track. I was keeping track of who got what. Um, so it's like so. Fifteen and ten. All right. Hey. We're on an audio podcast. Can you say their names? Contestant <laughs> <laughs> number one got fifteen, and contestant number two got ten. There you go. Wow. Thank you, guys. Do you want to know what the other? No one cares. Okay. <laughs> Does the audience care? Yeah, they, they care. Okay, uh, show me number three. Let's yeah, let let's let the audience guess. Audience, what is number three? <laughs> I heard the birds. Are you not entertained? Uh, tied with Star Trek Five. Really? Woo! One great movie and one piece of. <laughs> yes. Hey, if I could have put it down there, it would have been on there. It was a movie in my heart. Uh, I heard Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Number ten with my left foot. Zach. <laughs> what the fuck? That is the most hilarious trailer for a sad movie you will ever see. Look up the trailer for my left foot. We're rating movies, not trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie though. Do the right thing. I heard. Yep. Tied with Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> the most heartwarming double feature in existence. Very similar films. Yes, very much so. And what is number three, audience? <laughs> oh. Ooh. Yeah. Give the man a prize. Yeah. Called it. <laughs> as you can see, not all critical darlings, um, but we like movies. And as you can see, 
we like a bunch of different types of movies because this was all uh, us. There's a list we supplied Brad and he tallied the points. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And my list was the right one because my list is actually Indiana Jones, Back Future 2, something else, something else. So I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think UHF was three, though. Was it? It had to have been. You and I had, I think it was five. Five? We had it, the five slot. So anyway. Nice. 1989. 1989. We 1989. hardly knew ye. 30 years ago, all that pop culture happened. All yep. that pop culture happened. Do you have any questions for us? We have five minutes. <laughs> we tried. Should we tell it? <laughs> yeah, so, I share it with you, Jason. So uh, we, me and Brad um, decided we were going to be... Um, Bunch of little pranksters. Uh, assholes together. And um, we... Ordered off eBay the cereal, and we're gonna make Henry and Zach eat it on stage. Right. There we go, bring it up. <laughs> but it's in transit right now; it never showed right. up. <sighs> yeah, so we're really sad. We're, we were gonna take it out and replace it with Captain Crunch, and then make them eat it, thinking it was the expired. Food. Yeah, and they'd be like, "We don't want to eat that." We'd be like, "We'll eat it because we're tough." Yeah, I'm a I'm a college <laughs> student. I've eaten way worse. Yeah. <laughs> I eat literally out of the trash. So. <laughs> It's just sustenance <laughs> to keep the energy in my body going. I don't really care where it comes from. That's why I still eat McDonald's. Anything? Sorry. Yeah. You guys can shout stuff at us or we can just leave. It's up to you. <laughs> I'd like to thank Denver Pop Culture Con for nope. letting us. Nope. Yeah. Right. They should be thanking us for. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thank you, Denver Pop Culture Con, of course, for always helping us and allowing us to be a part of your con. And I see some people who've come to our booth. Thank you for coming to our booth and hanging out with us, grabbing our merch, and just shooting the crap. With yeah, them. it means a lot to us. Yeah. Um, thanks for showing up to the panel today. This is probably the most people we've had at a panel. Yeah, yeah. give yourselves a round of applause, yeah. please. Yeah. And uh, we're at booth 102 if you want to be on our show. We are recording week, uh, interviews all weekend long. So you have one day left. To come and see us, we'll be there. You can talk about whatever you want. 1990, 1989? 2000? 2019. 2019? Yeah. We can talk about Endgame <laughs> and how a grown man <laughs> cried when Spider-Man came back. We could talk about the year 2020. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but we could talk about it. Do you ever notice as you get older, you cry in movies and you shouldn't? That happens to me all the time. Yeah. I always relay this uh, story. So I love Mary Poppins, and Mary Poppins came out in December. And I also, my favorite actress is Emily Blunt. So I'm sitting in the movie theater. I'm like, oh, this movie's really cute. And then she comes down, like, holding her umbrella, and a tear starts coming down my eye. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with and me? And then she starts singing, and you're like, no. I did not know Mary Poppins meant that much to me. And then she sang uh, Where the uh, Broken Things Go or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I know. I know, Mary. I feel you, Ryan. I cried during the mule, but for different reasons. And then, you know, uh, in Endgame, Spider-Man jumps through a portal and just does his pose, and, like, I can feel a tear coming. I'm like, really? All right. <laughs> I'm going with it. That was a, that was a wet works for me, man. It just kept coming out and out and out until the very end, man. So as you get older, you become... Yeah. Come to Booth 102 and cry yeah. with us. Come cry <laughs> with us. Thank you, everybody, so much. I really appreciate it. Bring your own tissues. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. 
Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.